0: Welcome to another episode of the Paradigm 132 Podcast. I'm your humble and gracious host, Rashad Horn. And on today's episode, I want to talk about billionaires, right? I want to talk about billionaires, but not maybe in the sense that you think I want to talk about billionaires. Um, By now, we all know um, the articles and headlines that came out that essentially said that uh, billionaires, the amount of money that they increased their net worth by during the uh, pandemic. I, I have two articles pulled up. One is from Business Insider, and this that article was written August 3rd, August 3rd. And I have another article here from Change.org, well, Nation of excuse me, so, Business Insider spoke about how their net worth increased. Uh, well, they got six hundred and thirty-seven, six hundred and thirty-seven billion dollars richer. Uh, the National Change stated that the estimate the estimates were seven hundred and thirty-one point eight billion. So, um, those are. Obviously, that's a very, very big gap between 637 and 731. It's a big gap, but just to, you know, not to get whole numbers or get to the actual gist of it, we'll just say that their net worths increase, you know, over half a trillion dollars, a trillion, right? And I don't know how many of you heard uh, there was an article talking about how Jeff Bezos could essentially become a trillionaire by what was it, 20, 2025, or I believe it I believe that was the year. Sorry if I'm mistaken, but it wasn't it wasn't too far down the road, right? It just talked about how well just the bullet points were. It talked about uh forty million Americans filed for unemployment during the pandemic, but being there saw so the net worth increase by a half a trillion dollars, which I just stated. Um Another bullet point is stated that this isn't the first time billionaires have seen gains. While is dealt with losses, and it tends to tie to two things, and the two things are the government disproportionately giving more aid to larger companies, and wealth-friendly tax laws and loopholes keep them at the top. And because of the aid that they're receiving, which is unequal. They still have money on hand after essentially taking care of things they need to take care of. So they have money, essentially free money, because for the most part, um, back in 2008, the federal government or the Federal Reserve put um, interest rates at zero. So, basically, you borrow money at 0% and you essentially paid it back at 0% because they're trying to stimulate the economy. So, they were able, and as we know if anyone that follows the stock market, we we had a bull run, the longest bull run to date, longest bull run in history uh, without a correction. And billionaires were made, millionaires were made, some thousandaires were made as well as some people also saw their conditions and their situations get worse, right? Due to, again, wealth-friendly tax laws and loopholes. Now, so we also know that we've heard about a situation in which Amazon didn't pay federal income tax for two years, right? Federal income tax for two years. And one of the things that... I look at, because one of the things I always say, I don't look at America as a country. I look at America as a a conglomerate. It's a conglomerate. And it has all of these major businesses underneath it. Uh, For those who look at it from, I like to to use a, a more interesting example. Let's talk about like Berkshire Hathaway, which is owned by Warren Buffett. But the thing about Berkshire is they own a ton of other businesses, but they still they don't run the day-to-day in every one of these businesses. They have actual CEOs and people that run these particular businesses. So that's the way you can look at America. Jeff Bezos is the CEO of America. Mark Zuckerberg is the CEO of America. Elon Musk, uh, Jerry Jones, um, Ray Dalio, Carl Icahn, um, Robert Smith, Oprah Winfrey, they, they all these individuals are CEOs, right? And billionaires could essentially be um, executives, right? So it just it just rolls it just rolls back down like that. So Bernie Sanders uh, <clears throat> and a group of colleagues Uh, have started are looking to propose a bill that will require billionaires to pay a tax on the estimated $731.8 billion that they gained from March 18th into August 5th, right? And what the bill, which is called make, Make billionaires pay act right, and the purpose of it is to offer emergency aid to help cover all necessary health care expenses of uninsured and underinsured, including prescription drugs, for one year, right? So Again, we hear a number like $731 billion, right? And we look at someone like Jeff Bezos, who's right now worth in excess of $100 billion. And when those particular numbers start going up higher and higher, one of the things that I notice is that we essentially – Somewhat minimize the individuals that are at the lower tier, like someone that's just worth a billion or someone that's worth just two billion, right? So if you say, hey, such and such is worth two billion, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you say, oh, such and such is worth 50 billion, You're like, oh, man, 50 billion? What are you going to do with all that money? Or what is she going to do with all that money? But again, A billion is a billion, (laughs) right? A billion is a billion, but it's like we've become desensitized to that, right? And again, the question becomes, or the question proposed is, should one individual have that ability to have that type of money, right? And individuals are stating that, hey, You essentially shouldn't have more money than you can spend. But when we look at it, we have to take into consideration that some of these individuals, not all of them, are just first generation of getting money. And one of the things that we have to take into consideration, the family unit is what's strong, right? The family unit was, excuse me, is what's strong. And a lot of these individuals that have children, they're going to pass this money down. They're going to pass these resources down to their children, uh, connections that they have. They're going to pass all these things down to their children, and they're going to make sure that their children are put in a better position than when they started. And that's going for the individuals, again, that are First generation and even individuals who are millionaires that are going to put resources back for their children and with a bit of luck and some more things, their children could essentially going to be in their status. All right. So before I continue on with that, uh, I just want to kind of break down the way they broke down how. The money would be paid out. And these just are four examples. So they got Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg and the Walton family. So they stated that Jeff Bezos wealth went up by seventy one point three billion during the pandemic and that his tax one time tax bill would be forty two point eight billion Elon Musk. Net worth went from 24.6 billion to 70.5 and he will pay a one-time tax of twenty-seven point five billion. Uh Mark Zuckerberg is now worth ninety-two point seven billion, which is up from fifty-four point seven billion. And he will pay a one time wealth tax of twenty-two point eight billion. Lastly, the Walton family, the wealthiest family in America. They saw their wealth increase by 21.5 billion, and they would pay a one-time wealth tax of 12.9 billion. Now those are just four examples um of some of the the largest gainers, right? But this would be something that would be a requirement of all um the billionaires, right? So what's What's interesting about this is that when we talk about or just think about um billionaires, it's easy for, you know, reporters, journalists, and individuals to say, hey, if each one of them would take this amount of money and put it over here, then they would essentially help. this, So they would help curve this or they would do this and it wouldn't hurt them at all. And the thing about it to me is I I look at it from a standpoint that I, 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 I don't think a lot of these people have a billion dollars liquid. A lot of this money is probably tied up in a multitude of their businesses so i feel like almost like if if they were told to essentially liquidate or they had to pay this type of money then they will they may start liquidating assets so they may start laying people off or you know rolling back so that wages that would be paid out would then go to that particular bill so the question becomes is it is it doing more good how much good would it do or, or or how much how bad would it do? Now obviously of course I'm sure they will set up provisions that tell, you know, that says, hey, uh this isn't the way that you can you can go about getting this money. You can't start, you know, letting people go or this, that, and the third. But obviously that's essentially what they would have to do because a lot of that money is tied up into businesses. Right. And seeing that they own the businesses, then obviously that goes towards their particular net worth. So on the on the outside, it looks like a beautiful thing. Right. But like I said, I'm just skimming through the article and it doesn't it doesn't go into great, great detail, which, again, like I said, I'm just now essentially coming across this. And it's like, again, you know. It's an interesting thing, and it essentially puts – um, if billionaires were not already catching enough flack with Bill Gates out here being the essential fill-in Surgeon General now, <laughs> mm. but do I – me personally, do I feel that billionaires should be obligated to pay – a tax to help individuals who have fallen upon hard economic times which has essentially hurt people because a lot of people have lost their health insurance do I feel that because they've amassed this type of fortune that they should pay a tax back to help individuals who no doubt played a, a very prominent role in them garnering that type of money I do I do but again this is one of those side effects of the type of capitalism that we implore right the whole adage is that hey the the more you can do to take pressure off the federal reserve and off the government the more we're supposed to treat you we're supposed to treat you better we're supposed to allow that you don't pay as many taxes we're supposed to give you more money and things of this particular nature and that's another big thing it's like obviously the income inequality and if anyone has just um read not even just the whole book but if you read the first couple of chapters of the communist manifesto by Karl Marx it essentially talks about how uh Capitalism can how quickly it can turn, right? When income in- inequality turns into a big big factor when individuals are or have their have their sights set on individuals who have benefited so greatly in such a tumultuous time, right? And obviously, we already have a lot of social unrest going on, and I think more people are focused on that as well. But obviously, I feel like at one particular time, maybe in the future, that this type of um, inequality is going to get its fair shake, is going to get its its look, not just from politicians, but from the everyday average Joe like uh, myself and Uh, And others, and we're really going to sit back and we're going to look and say how in the world that we not only how did we do this, but why was it allowed to be done? Because, again, it's one thing to say, hey, we're going to give you a tax cut because uh, you're imploring so many people. But it's another thing in that of itself. Again, like people say, where they pay less taxes than the working man or the working woman. On average, they pay less. Um, I think Warren Buffett is, is famous for saying that. Hey, he pays less taxes than the than the the maid that that he employs, right? And that's the way. I mean, that's essentially the way it is. It's it's. The 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 way the more I really sit back and I look at it is that we go to school in a system and we go to get a good job or get something, but we're not talking we're not talking about we're not working so much towards having uh being entrepreneurs or being business savvy type of people. Now, obviously, everyone isn't going to be a business person, but every single person has the ability to learn how to invest in a business into a good business. Everyone has that. It doesn't take any type of special talent. Essentially, all it takes is being able to look at some income statements and just usual paperwork that businesses give out. So, if you can learn how to read those, then you know how to put your money. To work where your money works for you so obviously but again that's not what's taught so when that's not taught we get a situation like we get situations like we have now where it's stated that from the since the 80s 1980s the income of the of the top one percent has increased so greatly, right? So um, going back to the Business Insider article, it's talking about from 2009, 2012. It stated that the incomes of the bottom 99% grew by only 0.4%, but the income of the top 1% grew by 31.4%. And we're just talking about a three-year span, 0.4 to 31.4%, right? And going back down here to the market from that, Going back to that bull run, it says that the S and P has gained four hundred and sixty-two percent. For those who don't know, the S and P is the S is the um, just a a metric that garners the five the biggest five hundred companies in America, and it just puts all of them together. And obviously, any information that they have, you know, that they disperse out, they put all of it together. And it is going to show whether the valuation of the businesses are growing essentially. So it's just a a, a, a metric that that measures the value of the top five hundred businesses. So it says S and P gained four hundred and sixty two percent. So basically, it says that if you made a thousand dollar investment at the low point, could have had a return of roughly forty forty six hundred and twenty dollars, right? And that's over that period of time and it says while someone who could afford a million dollar investment would have made roughly 4.6 million dollars right so the interesting thing about that particular metric is obviously if you make the initial thousand dollar investment you can continue to make more and more investments so that's just a rough number you could have essentially uh made in excess of that so i know when i was younger the thought of a billionaire, I I really thought that maybe there, that there should have been provisions, obviously, when I was younger, that, yeah, if a person gets a certain amount of money, you know, hey, it should be a cutoff. You know, so down in my, deep in my heart of hearts, I don't feel like someone should be a billionaire, right, in my heart of hearts, but at the same token, I cannot um, diminish the ability of individuals to have products that are so vital to the everyday life that they're able to reap tremendous benefits off of it. Like I said, speaking of the Walton family, uh, where I live at, where I'm located, Walmart is a very, very big, big business, right? Um, The invention of the Super Walmart. Um, in the areas around here it put a lot of small businesses out of business right a lot of small businesses out of business because it went just from being um, essentially a convenience store to now okay we have automotive now we're offering groceries uh, we have a pharmacy in there so essentially that's three businesses well essentially four businesses or five or six we'll just say four businesses around the community have been put out of business because it's one-stop shopping. And so obviously in a, in a situation like this, obviously when it was essentially at its height, especially around here is you would go into Walmart and wouldn't be much meat. Um, Still, when you go to places now, there's still a a limit on the amount of um, paper towel and, and, and uh, toilet paper that you can, you can purchase and and that's that's for brands that they rent space out to, and that's for their brands that they make themselves. So obviously the brand that they make themselves, obviously they can, you know, upcharge. Obviously, due to the fact that if they had operations slow down and obviously the same amount of production and capacity is going to get back to where it needs to be. So obviously you do have to ration out this stuff. And I was listening to uh, um, a production probably last week and it said it wasn't going to be into probably January or February of 2021 when obviously if, if, you know, if nothing, if the virus doesn't just get, you know, worse, then this one is going to essentially be back to normal, you know, production.